hi, it's Jasmine. You know, that girl who did you-know-what way before the internet ever existed. Join me and my special guest every week as we talk about anything and everything because nothing is too taboo. So punch your ticket and get on board the crazy train with me, Jasmine St. Clair. All aboard! Welcome to a brand new episode of Crazy Train with Jasmine St. Clair. Like, who else has a crazy train? Anyway, I know that a lot of you like deathmatch wrestling because you guys are pretty fuck in the head. Like, almost as sick in the head as I am. But deathmatch wrestling is a whole other world on its own. I mean, there's so many things. Like, what goes through the mind of someone that wants to do this to their body? What's their most holy shit moment? And so many other things. Like, do these people have real jobs as well? Anyway, I decided to bring in one of the hottest names in deathmatch wrestling today, Mr. Eric Dillinger. <laughs> did you blow me a kiss? Oh, I did. I did. I did it twice all day. <gasps> Hello, honey. Hi, baby. How you doing? <laughs> I am fantastic. I'm in Disney World. How could I not be fantastic? Disneyland or World? Now, world. I'm in Florida. The weather is beautiful. Yeah, I just got back from Japan. It was like 100 degrees there. It was so good. I, I looked awesome, though. Seriously, everything looked amazing. Thanks. It was like something totally different. Thanks for taking the time to do this. What is your favorite ride at Disney? Man, you know, I was just having this conversation. One of the newer ones, I'd say. Guardians of the Galaxy was fantastic. Loved it, but... My daughter is a big fan of Frozen, so the Frozen ride has been a hit, and we're still talking about it, and then we did that early this morning, so maybe that one. I don't know. It's been it's been awesome. Frozen? She loves it. She's dressed up as Elsa right now. Won't take off the jacket or anything. It's 100 degrees. <laughs> she loves it. <laughs> I don't know. I think, look, my favorite princess was Jasmine. Until oh. I had my nose done, and then it was just a whole lot of thing. It's like, could I still be Jasmine at the Disneyland parade? I like, yeah, yeah, okay. Again, I'll try out for that. Maybe I'll have a really good career um, being a Disney princess. Uh, but Beauty and the Beast, because he was like so manly and he wasn't really faggy looking or something. No offense to any people that, well, whatever. You know, I talk. Openly. Yeah, whatever. We get it. Why doesn't your head look like a Chinese roadmap? <laughs> what mine? Yeah. Yeah, I try to be pretty good about it. You know what I'm saying? This is my moneymaker. This is where you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah, it's interesting because you're a good looking guy and like when I see you outside of the ring just doing your stuff, walking and you look like a normal person. Why did you choose deathmatch wrestling or did it choose you? Uh I would actually kind of say a little bit of both. I I was talking about it, not to show my age a little bit, but I grew up in the jackass era as much as I love wrestling and the attitude era. Um, so doing crazy shit my whole life has been just something I'm known for. Even friends would tell you the same thing. I jump off of shit. I smash through shit. That's just what I do. So the combination of my two favorite things, professional wrestling and doing crazy shit, just kind of go hand in hand. Okay, yeah, I guess. I mean, that sounds normal. You just, yeah, they do go hand in hand, especially watching jackass. I remember meeting Butterbean. I used to think Johnny Knoxville was the hottest thing ever back then. Oh. Even me, I got to say, I thought Bam Margera was a babe. Back in the day, I thought that guy was king shit. I, I kind of almost idolized him, you know what I mean, growing up. so. 
as long as you didn't have dirty thoughts about him. So, <laughs> you know, well, that, that's good to know. Um, I'll let the body know at the next show. Maybe you guys kind of have a going on or something. That guy is Don't something start. else. I mean, Don't start. <laughs> I know. I know. It's like you ended up in XPW, but I know you were in GCW at one point. So how did this whole thing start? And you're like on a streak right now. Yeah. Um, so originally, uh, I was just talking about that. I graduated from wrestling school in 2013, um, but I just wasn't ready. I wasn't, I had, I got a lot of shit going on just like everybody else. So at the time I was drinking very, 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 very heavily. So, um, I, I took a long break. I was MMA fighting, getting drunk. That's just what I did. I've always been a fighter, but once I decided to get sober, um, I jumped right back into wrestling, so I'm going on year six or seven right now, and I feel like I'm an intelligent person, so knowing that what I wanted to do in wrestling and what I want to achieve, I had to do a lot of stuff very quickly and get my name out there as fast as possible, so I thought again, what better way than deathmatch wrestling? It was really hot at the time. Um, It's kind of still getting there, like you know what I mean? It's still the kind of talk of the town, so I knew I could excel at it, and that was my first thought was let me show them how crazy I am. So, <laughs> well, what was your first match and who was it with? So my, yeah, my first death match was a Taipei death match against Josh Crane, who's been to Japan. Uh, I mean, he's faced the best of the best and I won't ever forget it. Uh, there's a picture out there where I am just drenched with blood and I talk about it where that's kind of when you decide either you want to do this or not. Like once you're covered in blood, there's a moment where you're like, do you panic or you just keep kicking ass? And I decided to keep kicking ass and here we are. That's scary. I just know when shows start these days, like I didn't think I would end up in a deathmatch wrestling company because when I started in XPW, this wasn't what it was. I managed the first heavyweight champ who was kind of yeah. back. But now it's like all this blood. I get squeamish around blood. Even though like someone else's embryo fluid from a dead baby on my skin. And my own cells. I know that sounds wild. But that's a secret to skin young. Story from another day, right? Yeah, I got it. And the blood. Like, did you taste the blood? Was it like, fuck, I don't know if I want to do this again? No, immediately. you can, And they can like smell the iron in blood. You know what I mean? It's just like like pennies everywhere. But I don't, like I said, I, there's just a moment. I've talked to other people about it too. Like where you either it's fight or flight, you either panic or you just kind of, like I said, keep powering through. And there's just, I'm not going to lie. There's a moment too, where you kind of just stand up and take it all in. And there's something badass about it all coming down. You know what I mean? So you just kind of let the adrenaline run and you either got that in you or you don't. And I think I, like I said, I just kept going. I, I love that shit. So I was here for it. <laughs> Yeah, it's a special breed of person. Now, uh, not to be personal, I don't want to know what you do is your regular job. I'm not going to ask you that. Um, do people at your job know what you do if you have a normal job? They they do, actually. Yeah, and I do have a normal job. I don't mind talking about it. If it's taboo, I mean, I won't, but... Exactly. Yeah, um, for going on now seven years, actually, next month, uh, I've been working with autistic children. So I run five group homes in a main center of about, uh, I think we're a little low right now, but somewhere in the 60 to 80 range of kids. And uh, man, they they think I'm the 
coolest motherfucker around, if I'm honest with you. So <laughs> they love the stories. They love the pictures. They, they're all about it. So it is kind of one of those other things, too, to be a type of a hero to some people, I guess. I think to a lot of people, and I mean, a lot of the deathmatch wrestling fans on these, like I call them keyboard warriors because they're like the new version of chat rooms, remember, back in the day? Oh, and right. <laughs> you hear the shit. It's like, dude, you get out there and you do it. You know, you go and you get hit with a fucking light tube. You I go out there and let me see you, like, get smashed with barbed wire. Yeah. You know, what do you think the biggest misconception is that a lot of people have about deathmatch wrestling? Besides that, it's scary. So I, I honestly think, and like that's something I pride myself on, and I've actually talked about it again quite extensively. Where I, um, I, I promise, and I tell even non wrestling fans, I just want them to to sit down and watch one of my matches because my entire goal is to rope you in. That's what all this is about. I will take you on a ride. I will get you emotionally attached, and by the end of it. I think I can get you there where you can feel exactly what we go through and what you, you know what I mean? I'm, I'm very proud on that moment because I think that's missing a lot. Um, I don't know. We can all go out there and just smash a light tube over each other and not do anything. But I think when you actually culminate it all in the professional wrestling, you know what I mean? Like what everything it's about, like the emotion, um, the realism. Uh, that's another thing I pride myself on where, I mean, even growing up, we were always told that the best wrestling is the wrestling where you're kind of like, well, that that looked real. Like, that looked like it was it was real, real. So, I mean, just add that factor into deathmatch wrestling. You know what I mean? I mean, this is real panes of glass, real light tubes. These are real cuts. I just got a, just got through with, like, 17 stitches recently. So, like, it's, it's all real deal. And I think what happens is, too, like, you just forget the crowd's there. But if you can really show them what we're going through and really suck them in, it's the best wrestling there is. Yeah, and I feel like a lot of um, wrestling companies lack that. And someone actually had the nerve to ask me, oh, is that real blood? No, fucktard. It's yeah. fake blood. It's stage blood. Like, I could tell the difference, but it's this whole other thing where you're saying the most important thing, telling the story and ro just roping people in. Because I think too many people do big moves just for the sake of doing the big move, not telling the story behind it. No, absolutely. And like you said, too, even earlier with like my job and stuff. So originally that was my number one question I hate the most or like statement, I guess, like, oh, is that real blood? Like, yeah, motherfucker. Like, look at this. You know what I mean? I'm like, yes. But then like once I tell them that and then kind of continue to show them a little bit more, they're like, holy shit. And then they kind of tell somebody and that's really how it's been. But again, with that, the realism, I, I, I feel like that gets lost a lot because, again, I just grew up where the best wrestling is where it feels real. And God damn it, deathmatch wrestling doesn't get more real than what it is. You know what I mean? So we have that tool right there. Let's use it. Let's let's get them in. You know what I mean? That's how I feel about it. It's like the glass. I think I've, I've, I haven't been hit with a light tube. I don't need to right now. I'm fine. Uh, <laughs> but I see the shards at the side of the ring. So we're in Japan and like there's a small piece of glass. And this newcomer, uh, I don't call him a newcomer, but just someone I met. Remington Roar. Yeah, no like, risk. Help me with this because this is, uh, and I was freaking out. I'm like, oh my God, we're going to die. We're all going to die. Gonna die. <laughs> he was gone before I knew it. What's the, do you think it's more painful when you have a small piece of glass or a large piece of glass that's like in there? You know, honestly, I will say the small ones, even right now, um, 
can't really see it, but it's like right here on the tip of my hand or my finger is a piece of glass from almost, I think 2021. And on the certain angles, I can still feel like these sharp pinches. I mean, it's not all the time, but like just, it's still in there. So whereas the one I pointed to here was just recently where um, I got 17 stitches, uh, did a package pile driver off the second ropes during Insane 8 this year. We went through a giant bundle. And when I came down, I, I mean, you see it on camera. I stabbed myself and pull it out. But it happened so quick, I swear I could have wrestled again. I didn't even, I didn't know how bad it was. You know what I mean? But it was so clean and just deep and in out. Um, I didn't even feel it until I, they were like, hey, you need to go right now. <laughs> like, you need to leave right now. So that was, yeah. So I don't know. I would say some of the smaller ones because these little ones are nagging as hell until you finally get it out. You know what I mean? Let's see your stitch again. Let's see it again. Let's see if I can. Yeah, all right there. Oh my oh. god! Yeah, I got seven on the actual muscle, so it tore through the muscle uh, when it when it stabbed in, and then ten to close the wound itself. So, yeah, <laughs> it is what it is. <laughs> well, I'll say this much: XPW Wrestling is the only deathmatch wrestling company. Guys, keep this in mind when you work for us. You have a couple of nurses in the back. Okay, so I went to school phlebotomy i can do stitches but i'm freaked out by blood <laughs> that makes sense <laughs> oh, we're like i don't get it but that's that's one of the good things about being there i guess All uh, right. what weapon have you not used that you want to use <laughs> what weapon have i not used that i want to use oh that's a badass question um hmm because i've done I've, I've jumped off of scaffolds i've done pains um what is a day you know what you know what? I mean, I think we all got the same deathmatch. Like the exploding bat. I mean, that thing's badass. Have you ever seen those? You know what I, yeah, like, or any sort of explosion. I just think, I used to love some of those old FMW tapes of like Terry Funk and Onita when the ring would explode. I mean, a real good one, though. You know what I mean? Not not that half-assed one we had a couple of years ago in, on, a, on TV or whatever it was. <laughs> but yeah, so maybe some sort of explosion. That's I mean, that's the only thing I could think of, right? I mean, I don't know. I guess I like, I'd like to do, I love to be not in the middle of the ring, but definitely involved in an exploding ring match. I think those are so cool, but you just like, you have to deal with fire marshals. Then you got to do yeah. building. That's a realistic right? thing. You know what I mean? Yeah, 100%. <laughs> well, someone once described um, the shows as like a bunch of white trash wrestlers beating each other over the heads of the white light tubes. So, like, not exactly. I mean, we're not in the backyard of a fucking barn or anything like that. Speaking of which, were you supposed to be in TOD this year? So I, um, yes, actually, I don't know if I can let the cat out of the bag, but maybe I'm just going to do it and we'll see yeah. how they react. Uh, so, yeah, um, I believe even the, uh, the, the date that got switched to October 7th, I'll be there. So, um, yes, ready to rock. <laughs> And who are some of the people that you have not worked with? Like, if you could list five wrestlers you'd want to have a match with, or even a three-way dance. 100%. Oh, let me think. Let me think. Because I already love... Um, I, the Bev is a guy, I think, that's going real hard right now. Um, I do I do love the Bev. Um, man, I'm actually excited. It did get announced, but I can talk about it since it hasn't happened. Uh, to me, the Masada match... Me and Masada in uh, at Brew, uh, Theater Brutality is going to be pretty insane and one that I think is going to mean a lot to me. Um, I'll go with, 
Man, I'm trying to even think right now. There's so many like people kicking ass too. I have a Tommy Vendetta is a big one. I know he's been all over the place, but we just have very similar styles. Again, I love to actually wrestle. So something like that, you know what I mean? An actual match. I've wrestled Arrow Boy before in IWA, but I would love to do it again. It was really early on, and uh, I know we could tear the house down. Um, I could probably keep going, you know what I mean? <laughs> um, uh, Redacted, he's super hot right now, and I know him and I kind of have similar, um, I don't know, we're kind of the new guys, so I think that's a big match that could possibly be down the road, you know what I mean? So, yeah, I feel like those are, those are and really Roar. I've yet to have a one-on-one with Roar, and I know you just were with him. So I've worked with Akira, but I've never worked with Roar. I love that one, too. Yeah, he's a powerhouse. I wasn't sure what to expect with them because I've never worked with either of them, but they were a lot of fun to go to Japan with, and those kids, like, worked super hard, you yeah. know? Um, you know, I think a lot of fans fail to remember all these guys were trained to wrestle. Now, the deathmatch stuff, it's just the bells and the whistles with the Singapore cane or, like, the light tubes or the, the barbed wire. You know, because when you just go out there with the useless shit, like, you see some of it at bar wrestling or whatever. Yeah. It's like, bro, what are you doing? Dude, yeah. like, come on. But I have a lot of respect for what you guys do. Um, I know that the match with Masada is going to be really good. And who do we have in XPW? Because I've been looking at the card, like, sort of in the middle of my sleep sometimes. Oh, yeah. And it's it's stacked, too. I thought this one coming up on Sunday, or on Saturday is stacked up. But me and Judge, it's the first time. Yeah. And I, he's another kind of new guy that's just been kicking ass and, not to toot my own horn, but I thought I did pretty well with Lou and Lucky. So I feel like this is, I've got a good feeling about Judge, too. I just, I, I've i got some ideas. <laughs> I'm sure you have ideas. I'm sure he has ideas. Uh, he's He's been a very big help as well. Like, I don't know what Lou Nixon brought for uh, California, too. But there are these large things. I think you put them in, like, flat pots to put plants on. And he stuck them in Hillbilly's head. Yep. Can you help me get that out of my head? I'm like, I don't fucking know how to take this shit out. I mean, it's not nurse stuff. This is like Joe Dredd's what he's like, oh yeah, I could do it. Don't worry about it. So I'm like, okay, that's yeah, this is enough. Like there's, you know, what are, you, what are your thoughts on people selling used things? Like, has anyone offered yeah. to buy your used worn pants or trunks? Of oh, absolutely. Absolutely. So my first ones, my first ever deathmatch, uh, I wear the white, the white gear. I, I really like it, especially when I know I'm going to get blood. I think it looks awesome. Uh, that type of death match I told you where I was covered was my first one. And uh, I sold, <laughs> they were just like, you know, regular old white jeans, but I sold them for $200, which I thought was a hell of a deal. You know what I mean? I was like, unbelievable. Uh, and then I have been hit up for my underwear multiple times. <laughs> that's, that's a real deal. And I mean, I brought it up. I'm in. I mean, I got no problems with that. It's, that's your thing by all means you know what i mean like but <laughs> i'm just curious like who's buying it is it a okay well was it a woman or a male that wants to buy the underwear oh. do we know well i'm gonna be real it was a burner account the name was there's no way the name was real what you know and i think you want me to tell you because I, I feel like it's a well-known like everybody kind of knows was it uh, randy skidmore there's no way that was real. Oh, God. No, that's like a guy trying to be, or maybe, what if it's Shannon? No, I'm joking. It's not Shannon. I, Shannon. Hey, you know, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> that's no, a lot for me. Come on. You know? <laughs> no, Shannon would actually be the perfect person to like handle all the sales of that because she's got an amazing voice, right? And oh, secondly, perfect. she'll have the tolerance to deal with that, like not unlike us. But, oh, uh, absolutely. 
It's not Shannon or Chad. I can guarantee you that. Um, no, absolutely not. Yeah. <laughs> no. But that's, I always wanted to know, like, who's on the other side of buying these things? And what the fuck? Like, what do you do with the underwear? Like, if it's Lindsay Snow, I get it. Some guy's going to sniff it and jack off to it. Now, right. a lonely woman that's buying this, that's diddling her bean, or is it someone that's really into death matches that just wants to buy it and, like, frame it and put it up for life? See, that's what I thought. Like, the, the pants are awesome. Like, if you shadow box them or something, I haven't got any pictures, but that'd be badass, right? You know, but... If you're just wearing them around your house, I don't know how I feel about that. You know what I mean? <laughs> but... I know there's one guy that bought my fishnets that had Schlatt's blood on it. No, Schlatt's um, flesh. Oh, of course. <laughs> I don't know if he's buying the fishnets from me for me and Schlack or just for Schlack, but he bought like other fishnets as well. And it has like uh -huh. it was other blood then. He bought a couple of my dresses. So I get this email from someone from a burner account. It's got the whole outfit framed and like a shit ton of photos. I'm like, where does this guy live again? And just in case something happens to me, I know where you live. Where are your dream places to wrestle? And don't say oh, Italy. Man, actually, I'm super jealous of your Japan trip. I mean, I think that's a, I mean, that's a gimme. I really am. Um, I'm, I'm just big on that. I think that's, um, I don't know, you know, um, I think somewhere like, on a big stage in my hometown's also awesome. You know what I mean? I think that's just gotta be part of the dream, right? You know? Um other than that though, I really don't have it necessarily a spot, just destinations. You know what I mean? Like you said, like it just Japan in general. Any any part of the UK, just any sort of like that where you know you've traveled out and like really got to show your craft in front of a totally different audience. I mean that I don't think it gets better than that, you know. It's weird. Like going to Japan was super surreal. Um, like it's something I've always wanted to do and I did it like I'm going back in December again but I wanted to see Hello Kitty that was like my main thing seeing Hello Kitty yeah I mean just the but you but that's something you knew you know what I mean that you wanted to see and I just I'm sure when you saw it it was surreal you know what I mean <laughs> the spa wouldn't let me in because of my tattoos at first so I had to go to a totally different spa I'm like I don't have gang tattoos okay it's just they look like some of them might look like it like the one on the back of my neck so i let my hair down you can't leave your hair down okay like how do i win so i just yeah, went up yeah. covered them up and just went back to totally i went yeah. there totally different place but it's worth it and I, I hope you get to japan it's an experience now i'm gonna i want to take take this back a few minutes two things first and foremost how did you come up with the name Eric Dillinger? Like, was it from the Dillinger escape plan? And the outfit is just so normal. It reminds me of Lindsay Snow. But yeah. I love you with it. I love it. <laughs> no, um, honest to God, I uh, when I first started wrestling, I did um, a totally different gimmick. It was one of, like, the lamest names. Like, a, uh, my was, uh, Young Money, which is my, my real name is Eric Young. So it was Young Money some rich kid type thing it did not it was just something to get my foot in the door you know what i mean but uh conversation came up about my uh, my wrestling ability and like my heel style and someone just kept being like man that's like i just picture you as a gangster a gangster and i was like okay dope i i grew up loving that shit you know what i mean i'm a, I'm a guy like you know what i mean like all those kind of goodfellas is one of my favorite movies let's go you know what i mean so um we kind of got a, a group chat with some guys uh, at an old promotion like that's no longer around that I kind of started in. Um, and I got to give total credit. They like threw out Eric Dillinger 
we kind of all came up with public enemy number one for uh, John Dillinger, the famous bank robber. And it actually made more sense when I thought about it. Uh, Dillinger was kind of beloved by the people, but he was doing bad things. So I feel like I'm a good guy at heart, but sometimes you just got to do bad things. You know what I mean? So I felt like the character itself was something along that nature. The white gear and all that gimmick, I, I'm not going to lie. I feel like I look good in white, so I kind of went that route. And then with the blood and death match, it just kind of went hand in hand. So you're going to come back from Florida all tan and look even better than the rest of this in white. Thank you so much for shaming us. Like, Hey, no, I'm I'm bringing it upon you guys. You know what I mean? I'm helping out here. So. Yeah, you are. Now, that's interesting when you said um, a good guy that does bad things. Like, just a quick blurb. So, yeah. I, I've gone out with a lot of very bad people, very dangerous people, but they're good guys that do bad things. One of them was a Westie, oddly enough, a very oh, well-known one who was a good guy that did bad things. But um, it, that's a very good way. That's a that's a smart way of looking at it and uh, giving us a whole perspective on what your character is. And it's another interesting thing for someone that's young. A lot of them don't get the whole psychology between heel moves, heel things to do, and. It really brings a lot to your matches. What would you say makes you different than a lot of the deathmatch wrestlers? And what do you think it is that you bring to the each match, aside from amazing psychology? No, 100%. Um, I definitely, like I said earlier, I think kind of the same psychology, but like, I feel like there's an energy. I, I, I feel it too when I go out there. Like, you gotta be, you gotta like bring them in almost instantly. So either, I feel like when you walk out, you can either set the tone right away and let them know, and that's how you start. Um, and again, just like you said, connection is what it is. But also something I pride myself on is I take this really serious. So I'm in the gym 24-7. I bring a different look. I'm not just some guy that you can find in a bar that can just, like you said, smash a bottle over somebody's head. Like I, I'm very um, I'm very particular. I'm very athletic. I, I was going to play college football back in the day. You know what I mean? These are all things that, it, it all wanted to be a wrestler, professional wrestler in the end, but um, I don't know. I think maybe that's where it is. Maybe it's a passion for pro wrestling is what I bring because it's not just the deathmatch part of it. I love this so much. Um, I've, I've talked about it before that no matter what, when I step through the curtain and get in the ring, um, I'll never be embarrassed because I know as a matter, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to steal the show. I'm going to rope you in. I just feel like when I'm in there, I'm exactly where I'm supposed to be. So... And I feel like that sometimes does come through and how I connect with people because, yeah, this isn't just some some bullshit thing I'm trying to do on the side or whatever. This is, I'm here, I'm fucking ready to do it. You know what I mean? And I think maybe that energy and that passion, hopefully, is what connects. <laughs> it shows. And clearly, like, you have a significant other and a family. Do they ever get scared for your life? Is, I mean, this is serious stuff. This isn't just going in there and taking a few buns, taking a hair, building a pile drive or whatever. It's serious shit. I per se, yeah, my wife hates it. Uh, <laughs> um, that's just a straight truth. I'll be real. I was gonna try to sugarcoat it. Nope, I'm just gonna get right to it. Um, but but on I, but something that I, I do again to go back to a little bit what we were just talking about is um, she knows how much it means to me. If that makes sense, um, she knows that, and we've had this conversation that like without it. Um, I don't know what I would be. You know what I mean? I don't know what that looks like. I don't want to know what that looks like because I love this so much. So she understands. Um, 
She's seen the cuts. The, I, like I said, the most recent one where I actually went and had to get kind of some real stitches, some real things. Um, I've got a new baby on the way. That's kind of wild to think about. But um, again, she knows I'm also, I'm really, I'm, I'm good at what I do. I'm, I'm smart. Um, what I, I calculated risks is what I kind of call it. Like, I feel like I know what I'm doing at certain times. You know what I mean? Sometimes we fuck up and happens, but uh, yeah, I just, the look, my daughter, she's luckily young enough to not really understand it per se. But what I do love is um, if she sees a clip of me or even just wrestling, immediately she's like, oh, where's daddy? Or that's daddy, like daddy. It could be even just wrestling in general. And she just thinks it's me all the time. So <laughs> um, I don't know. So they they get it at least. And that's all I can ask for. Um, like I said, with me, I, I'm seven years uh, off the bottle of drinking. Uh so it's the one thing I'm sober from is drinking, but, um, this is kind of my other addiction. You know what I mean? This is what I substituted it with. And I think that's kind of what I meant too earlier by putting everything I have in it because this is my life. <laughs> well, that's great. I mean, you're definitely driven to get this done and go where you think the biggest step could be possibly with deathmatch wrestling. I mean, I don't know if WWE is ever going to have that type of a division. I highly, you never know. You just can't right. say um, you worked at GCW. Now I see you all the time at XPW. What was that like for you? And were you afraid to work for us at all? <laughs> no. Uh, yeah, no, I mean, yeah. First of all, um, I was, I, I, again, I've loved this forever. So when XPW gave me the call, when Rob kind of hit me up, I, I was a fan. First and foremost, I was going to do it no matter what. XPW does have a spot. You know what I mean? In history. Absolutely. It does. And, um, I, I still love the idea and potential of it. I understand it too. And I think that it does, there's the extremities of it, but just like any program, you pick and choose what you like. You know what I mean? And that's even where for me, originally when I was hit up by Rob, A, I'm big on the ones that give me an opportunity to actually show out. I'm pretty loyal. And um, I felt on XPW, I stand out. I don't want to put any other deathmatch companies on blast or anything, but it's sometimes eight of the same matches like it's it's all the same or relatively the same you know what i mean where xpw yeah it's kind of the sometimes the freak shows sometimes the wild shows sometimes it's a little bit of everything but i thought what i brought to the table stood out in it of its own because of my passion for storytelling and the psychology so it it again um i feel like i'm intelligent i feel like i i love the business side of this to me it was an easy choice to stand out in a company like this that's going to put me in a good spot compared to get maybe get lost in the shuffle and i got things to do you know what i mean <laughs> well things to do people were clapped up definitely and princesses to see and rights to go on for sure you know? yeah but i mean i like the whole i think the whole controversy aspect is the most fun of it like going to wrestlecon with rob black and shock huh. and masada so I just like didn't know why we kept getting dirty looks that whole weekend. I'm like, what is wrong with these fucking people? Seriously, <laughs> I totally forgot about that. Oops. Uh, oh, your... that... I forgot about that. Like totally, like someone I didn't know until I got up to go get coffee or something, and I'm walking past this peep, these people. They're like, oh, it's that Dick Spot company. I'm like, what are they talking about? Oh yeah, that's right. Um, and when you're it's... like, oh okay, you know, though, and like even so for me, for me too, though, I was like. I just feel like, especially recently, these shows have been 
banger shows. And if you see what people are saying, like, you can say what you want, but you're paying attention. Like, I'm talking to them. You know what I mean? Like, you're paying attention because I still think there's there's something there for it. You know what I mean? I absolutely, I'm, I'm confident in that. I don't know. There always is. I mean, every ass has a seat and people do watch it, whether they're not at the shows, they do stream it and so forth. So yeah. stuff, you know, we're doing something right or Rob's doing something right. Uh, what's your favorite ride at Disney besides <laughs> the <laughs> or three rides? Because we all we're all kids somehow. OK, so now let me think, because I, I um, with my wife being pregnant, I've had the, uh, the advantage of riding solo on some of these. And I've got to ride like up front and get the real deal of it. You know what I mean? So uh, the rock and roller coaster. I don't know if you're a classic like kind of rock kind of guy, but man, yeah. Aerosmith's in there banging it out. And it's like a there's loops and stuff. And I was right in front for that. So um I thought that one was pretty awesome. Um, what else did I get to do? Ah, uh, my, my favorite ride period, and I've been to a bunch of them, but uh, Avatar and Animal Kingdom. There's, a, I don't know if you're a big movie person, but Avatar, you like ride a banshee. It like sucks you in and it kind of opens up and you like fly around and stuff. Ah, phenomenal. I could do it all day. <laughs> That's fun. Yeah, I, I got I to gotta visit Disney soon to go on Pirates of the Caribbean. I have this whole exotic fantasy about it, like going on that. So I once had sex in Pirates of the Caribbean like years ago at the one in Florida. It was Fourth of July weekend. And yeah. I know Bobby was there, but um, yeah, I just like the whole Pirates of the Caribbean, the whole feel, then having dinner there because they have such amazing steaks. And that's a question for you. What do you guys usually eat or what do you specifically eat after a good old death match losing all that blood? How do oh, you um, See, it even me too because like, I mean, I was, not necessarily diet, but I eat right. You know what I mean. So after after a match, it's game game over. You know what I mean. I'm all bets are off. So I'm a big burger guy. So that's usually if I can stop somewhere there, it's a big burger. Um, I will say I get spoiled with my wife. Um, they own a Mexican restaurant, so I literally get food brought to me all the time. But I'll save it. They have these fajita nachos that will blow your balls off. I promise. You know what I mean. So fantastic. I love them. Um, I used to actually, one time I said that if I was on death row, that'd be my last meal would be these feet of nachos. So I'm telling you, come try them. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. But so, hey, maybe some Mexican food. That's probably where it's at. Yep. That sounds like a plan. I mean, Newark has Portuguese and Brazilian food, so they're open. Ooh. What do you think? That's the next thing. But, you know, I, I don't know. I, I, tried, I had tried to get pizza last time. It was hard to get a decent pizza around there. I know. Yeah, I went back into the city. I'm like, great, I'll just have a 24-7 hamburger. It's not the best, but hey. What do you got to do? So what's the ultimate goal here? Like, where would you like to end up with this? And what's your retirement plan? You know, I get asked this all the time. Um, <laughs> I don't, you know, I don't know. Uh, I'm, I'm, I will say this about me. Um, I, I'm a definitely, I, you know, I've been like this my whole life. I just kind of just, just ride it out. I just fucking see what happens i've always been that way i've always shot first ask questions later fucking live it out and just go especially after like i said i quit drinking and um i always talk about this too i have some best friends like the old lifelong friends that we were sitting around wasted i was talking about how i wanted to wrestle and one of my buddies told me to shut the fuck up and do it or just stop talking about it and i'll never forget that so i just did it and I haven't had a plan since, but it just seems like the more and more I do, I'm doing right. So I'm also the believer of stay the course. You know what I mean? Um, 
it takes time. It really does. And timing, you know what I mean? I think that's important. But right now, with my abilities, I'm confident, not cocky, maybe a little bit of both. Um, <laughs> and I just feel like if I just keep keep doing what I'm doing, keep kicking ass, something good's got to happen. And if not, I'll just enjoy the ride until it's over, you know? Yeah, I mean, you really are taking a gamble with your life. And I think a lot of fans, like, don't understand this really is a gamble with their lives. But a lot of you are probably super scared to try to do this on your own or get out there in the ring. So a safer alternative is just betting online or something, like betonline.ag. That's what I go to for all my things. I just started betting. Can you believe that? I am so pathetic. I use I do slot machines. I don't know how to play poker. Oh, come on. I don't <laughs> <laughs> really? Okay, yeah, yeah. Okay, so maybe, yeah, go to betonline.ag. They have all kinds of specials, and you can play okay. slots for, like, the novices like myself. Uh, they don't have strip poker, but they got other stuff. Um, and what do you do on your off time besides Disney? Like, what, and, and, t- and of course, working in the school. No, honestly, um, uh, my daughter, my family, that's honest to God. I hate to be like that normal guy, but... <laughs> Again, when I when I quit drinking, that kind of took out a whole that whole side of life. You know what I mean? That whole party side, and my daughter totally changed everything. Um, yeah, and I think being a dad, it just it's something different. You know what I mean? And honestly, I talk about it all the time. My schedule is so tight as it is with uh, the job, traveling, uh, the gym. My daughter's starting school now, so it's like drop offs, pickups. You know what I mean? I'm gone on weekends, and it's just a lot. So I really, I don't know when I sleep, honest to God, that's the truth. Uh, so the free time, it's really just with them because I don't really have a lot of it. So what little I do, I try to have the best. I always say to, I, I, the best of both worlds. I want to have my cake and eat it too. You know what I mean? And I'll sacrifice sleep for that if that's what I got to do. So that's just awesome. Really. I bought any, I mean, it takes a lot of time. It's like a full-time job being you. No, it is too. And even like with my job, um, the 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 shoot job, they I, I deal with, like I said, the mental disability parts of it. So not only is it autism, I deal with um, bipolar disorder, schizophrenia, um, just some real trauma stuff, you know, like working with DCS and stuff. So I talk about it where sometimes if I seem off or distant, but like I've seen some pretty messed up stuff. You know what I mean? I've also been involved with some pretty crazy family situations where it puts a perspective on how I want to be as a dad or uh, treat my family. You know, I, I like, so there's, and like I said, there's, I deal with like the, um, they get aggressive. They have, you know what I mean? Like we have to do certain things to control and like, so it's a very physical and mental job too. So literally I feel like my brain just doesn't stop ever. So <laughs> it's just always on the go. It's an amazing, you're just an amazing human being between the death matches, connecting with kids, connecting with grown men who, you know, do things to each other in the ring that are, uh, you know, not exactly very friendly. But if fans want to find you and get your schedule and so forth, where can they follow you? You have a website. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I'm actually on all three platforms. I know you can just look up Eric Dillinger uh, on Facebook and follow the page. Um, I'm big on Instagram. Um, I, I believe it. Believe it. Uh, Eric uh, at Eric underscore Dillinger 2020. Um, and that one, I'm a little more personal. Like I said, I just shared some Disney pictures and stuff. So I kind of like with the other ones, I do try to keep them separate Twitter. I'm not going to lie. 
It's just not my favorite place, but I do post on there if you want to see it. Uh, I believe it's at Eric Dillinger 5. So seriously, do, if you want to follow me, uh, Facebook will have the videos, but Instagram is probably my biggest one. So we'll do that one. And if fans want to get even more personal with you, like buy your clothes, where can they find that? 100%. I've got a store on Pro Wrestling Tees. Uh, just look under the wrestling search bar. Just look up Eric Dillinger. It'll pop right up. Um, I think I got five different designs. I've got some new ones on the way. So just slowly but surely, I promise I'll have more at live show events. That's my deal. I'm saying it right now because I'm bad about it. I will have some on me. I promise. And the last thing is what are your dates for October? I've actually got a lot of big stuff coming up. In fact, um, so the 7th, like I said, I don't know when this will come out. We'll see if it's already out or not, but I'm in TOD. Um, I'm uh, filling a spot, I believe, for Akira. Then um, I've got some things in the works. My man Schlack hit me up, so I could be traveling pretty far at the end of the month. I'll just leave it at that. Um, and then um, I'll be in Houston for Wrestle Rave uh, on the 28th. So, yeah, just kind of a lot going on. I know I'm probably missing a couple of things. I believe Ruthless Pro. I'll be in Chicago on the 18th or 19th that weekend. So I believe it's one of those. But yeah, all over the place. And I promise I'll have a full schedule up. So yeah. So then I'll check out your socials so they could stalk you and find you and um, offer you money for your dirty clothes. Uh, I'll do- so you. <laughs> okay, come on. Look, I'm a good looking guy. Come on. Let's do it. You know? <laughs> well, don't have a dad bod. Like guys I- my age have dad bodies. It is the most heinous and disgusting thing it's like go get lipo asshole or go to that's what about put some effort into it we got us good looking dads you're giving us a bad name i want all you to know that <laughs> i know the dilts are out there dudes oh yes. the dilts oh my goodness we're here <laughs> so handsome i will see you this saturday at xpw wrestling make sure to check them out guys and support your local deathmatch scene uh thanks for joining us from disney i really appreciate it seriously you're the best thank you for even having me I appreciate it. I can't wait to see you this weekend. Thank you. Take care.